0: You're listening to Behind the Mic with Susan Finch as we give you tips to help make your podcast more successful. Hey everybody, Susan Finch here with Funnel Media Group and Funnel Radio and I'm joined today by one of our hosts that I enjoy her shows every time. When Tessa Berg and Cheryl Bean come on, I know it's going to be some episode that I'm going to learn at least three things from every time. So it's been so much fun to have leader generation from Tenlo Radio on our network. And Tessa, I've invited you today because I want to hear a little bit about what's been going on at Tenlo and give everybody a little history about what it used to be like, what happened, and where are we at today. So
1: welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So recently when we were talking about, well, you guys have just expanded now. You used to do only one show a month and now you do a show every other week. And you and Cheryl are sharing hosting duties which is fun because it brings in different personalities. But you told me that there's been, you know,
1: a big change over there at Tenlo. And can you catch us up a little bit? Yes. So we were recently acquired by Modop, M-O-D-O-P. And it's an exciting expansion of our core B2B digital marketing services, but also gives us the ability to work on more consumer brands and start to expand into, new technologies that our B2B clients are soon gonna need. So we've always seen B2B clients be just a little tick behind what's happening in B2C, but this gives us the opportunity to get ahead of it, start bringing new offerings in what's happening in Web 3.0 or in AR VR experiences, and then down to what creates leads. Great, you know, marketing automation, CRM, and data strategies. So we're very excited about the merger. Post-pandemic, we got really busy. I think the podcast has been great for creating demand, and it is coming at a time when we needed the extra resources, and then we also have the opportunities uh, to start feeding a new pipeline of business.
0: Well, acquisitions and mergers and things are different. There is not one set recipe how it works, whether it's successful or not. Did you guys seek out ModOp, or did they find you, or did you meet together for coffee one day? I mean, how did this merger come about?
1: Yes, so they found us. They initially contacted my partner, Kip Boterius, and expressed interest in what we were doing. And as a way to vet it, we found some projects where we could work together. Where did ModOp and ModOp's clients need services that we offered? Uh, we started with a market research project. We have a sister company, NSRC, that we acquired a couple of years ago. They did a project we did, worked on some uh, website and design projects together, and it felt really good. Like The more and more people I meet at Mada, the more I'm assured that our cultures align, that our skills and talents are really complementary, especially coming with such different areas of expertise. And... So even though they initially approached us just to acquire us, like it helped build confidence, not just in us, but then people around the office had already heard their name. So when we announced it, it wasn't like, a who? It was like, oh, is that who we're doing that project with? You know? Um, So yeah, I've never been, well, actually I've been through a couple of acquisitions, none of which were where you get acquired for talent or to grow and complement the acquiring company. You know, it was more just for the tech and software. So this was new for me. And there were times when, you know, Kip and I were questioning, is this right? Like, are we doing this? or you know, there's nothing going wrong in our business today. So what's the benefit? Like you, you have those doubts. But I think that, you know, ultimately, what really drove us to, want to do the acquisition and want to merge with mod was the opportunities we could give the team we as a 30-person company with a specific focus on pipeline marketing we always pride ourselves on like really people can create their own journey but there's also something to be said when you get when you merge with people with a lot of expertise and experience to also help grow you and to be those internal mentors and to have this national collaboration. I mean, ModUp has offices in Portland, Miami, Panama City, London, New York City. That's experience. That's connection that as a 30-person agency in Cleveland, we were not going to be able to give our team in any short order. So, you know, this kind of expedited like our ability to grow as well.
0: Well, I know that they've acquired other companies and merged with them or brought them under the ModOp banner. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm sure you've met some of those companies now and gotten to know what their skills are. What are some of the surprising gifts from this merger that suddenly you have at your fingertips that you're able to offer your clients because of
1: ModOp's network? Oh, yeah. I just got off a call right before this got me super pumped about what we can do and technology so when you look at who they've acquired and their skill set on paper you're like oh okay well yeah we do some digital media and yeah sure you know we do web development but what makes me most excited is that they have a lot more expertise in e-commerce and for us and focusing on b2b a lot of our b2b clients right now are exploring how do they go direct to consumers like you hear d2c you know, selling to people as people as a big trend. Well, their experience in e-commerce platforms and how those connect into platforms were more experiencing in marketing automation, CRM, data analytics is a very exciting marriage. And, you know, that office and expertise is largely in Miami. And then we look at like the office they acquired in Dallas and it's almost all digital media. So, yes, we do some digital media. It's a part of our lead gen projects. But this is where we can start to layer on really sophisticated targeting segmentation and bring some of the experience we have in machine learning to bear and optimize these campaigns across the different lead gen channels in a way where, you know, while we were taking advantage of tools, they do it in such a deeper way and connect, can connect it to like digital signage, digital outdoor, not something we've explored. So, yeah, I feel like every time we get on a call with a new office, I'm like, oh, like, we, that's not something we've done. That's not something we've been able to offer. Um, and it I think our clients are going to benefit from it. I think our staff is going to find new ways to, you know, take their T-shapes and get a little bit more broad so that they can introduce more innovative and, and at the end of the day, effective ideas for continuing client growth and lead gen. It's exciting. Like you said, you... You two couldn't figure out any downside to this. <laughs> yeah, the only downside is I'm no longer an owner, and that's <laughs> like just a different feeling. You know, sometimes we were like, "Well, am I allowed to do this? Who do I ask? Do I need permission for this?" You know. So there's new processes, um, but yeah. Otherwise, I mean, from a functional perspective, no, and I'm sure Kip feels the same. I mean, he came in and bought the company out from the original owners. I mean, Tenlo started as AMG Marketing Resources in 1973 as a traditional creative shop. And it was founded by a man named Anthony Fatica. And he engaged Kip to buy his agency when he wanted to, one, retire, but two, start to explore, you know, what the world of digital marketing could offer his clients. And he had a lot of awesome clients uh, and, Kip and I had been working together for a long time by then. Um, I had been a consultant for him in digital transformation and digital strategy for a while. So it's been a long journey coming from a traditional creative agency, getting into digital, getting into lead gen and digital transformation. Um, so this felt like a great next step. But yeah, it's the it's still you have to get over the hump of everyone has to operate a little bit differently, you know? So there are, there's trepidation, there's concern, but there, there is still more benefits than downsides. Like I think it's just, we're all a little resistant to change. Like you get comfort, especially after the pandemic, you all got comfortable like working at home and you just got used to that. And then now this thing happens. But the good thing is we're not leaving our office here in Cleveland. Like no one has to move. No one has to start. Becoming more formal, but like they have a real HR department. That's, well, I've now learned that's kind of great. <laughs> you know, like they have I mean, better benefits for sure. And just a sounding board for how to get through employee challenges and this trepidation. Like, man, I, the HR person, I have to give her a shout out. <laughs> has been amazing. So, and what's her name? Her name is Jean. She's Incredible. So for anyone evaluating a merger or an acquisition, make sure they have a great HR department. <laughs> it just made the process of bringing the systems and the teams together so much easier.
0: <laughs> that would be a huge change, though, since I've been an owner since 2001, and I am the last word in everything. I, you know, even with my nonprofit that I've had since '96, I'm the president. Always will be. I make the rules. I am the last voice. I, So that would be different. It doesn't make it bad, but you want to make sure the company you choose or that you decide to merge with is in such alignment with you since you are now, like you said, you're an employee.
1: Yeah. I think another, you know, it's different. It, it's definitely different. And something that really helps that we spend a lot of time thinking about is um, the vision. So Eric Bertrand is the CEO of ModApp. And he has a very strong vision as to why he's acquiring the companies he's acquiring. Why is he bringing these companies and these specific skill sets together? And that's where, yes, I'm not gonna have the last word, but I have a ton of confidence in the person who does. And the way in which he wanted to grow was very similar to what Kip and I had envisioned eventually. You know, and that's the part where it's like, oh yeah, we wanted to have offices abroad. Oh, yeah, we wanted to be able to start servicing global clients, you know, in global locations. So when you believe in the vision and you believe in the person who's carrying out that vision, I I think it's made it less scary to give up some of the things you're used to as an owner. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
0: realizing that as I'm trying to navigate payroll for two companies. Because when I bought Funnel Media Group, I'm still keeping them separate for different reasons. But it's what a pain. (laughs) payroll for two company, you know, everything that you have to do and the expenses and the time for that type of, for those departments. So I am HR, I am this, I am oh, yeah. that. And when you're smaller, there are just eight of us and that's how it is. I mean, people wear multiple hats. So to be able to, like you said, have Jean for you, how wonderful, because unless you do HR, nobody wants to do HR. Yeah. Unless that's your thing, nobody wants to do HR. That's one
1: of the blah, things. yeah no. right up there with reconciling. especially when wearing <laughs> multiple hats, it's a very heavy weight to carry because the yeah. stuff just has to get done you know uh, there is no choice mm-hmm. right Well
0: I am excited for you guys and the, the opportunities that seem to already be presenting themselves. Because you can hear it in your voice, too. You've always been peppy and enjoyed what you do, but there's this renewed little bit of, ooh, what's around the corner next? What's coming this week?
1: Yes, no, for sure. I mean, I can't believe it's already April, but I know that by the end of the year, you know, we're starting to create these roadmaps. We're going to look and operate very differently, but in a way that, Empowers our staff that takes advantage of those opportunities and where our clients will you know They're they're probably gonna test a couple of new things. They've never heard of before and tried so by the end of the year We'll get to see the results of that. So I am I am really excited um, I feel like we're you know, April's like oh my gosh, like we're past q1 like we got to get on it um, But we got time and we don't have to we don't have to sprint It's a journey, but I, it is when you get pumped about something and when you you know what's possible it's hard not to want to run really fast <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i'm very excited congratulations to everybody at tenlo and modop because modop you hit the jackpot with the tenlo group oh, thank I'm you so happy for all of you and can't wait to see the the new projects the new offerings that i'll hear about through tessa and cheryl So thank you so much. And Tessa, thank you for coming on and telling us all about your great news. We are going to share this out because it is a big deal. It's a wonderful success story and a next step for both of you, for you partners that are now not partners, that you are employees, but still partnering with your team. And how fantastic to be able to have the best of both.
1: Yeah. No, thank you, Susan. I should have mentioned we're going to be able to now have more topics on the podcast. So you'll be hearing from up experts and up clients who are experts, and that's another piece that I'm super excited about and why I love hosting. Is we get like this free chance to learn from incredible people, and now a door has just been opened to a new group of incredible people. So, I mean, we might have to go weekly. I, you know, I did throw that out there. I said if anyone else wants to be a host, you know, then we could definitely look at going weekly. Um, so we'll see, because really that was the only thing holding back frequency at the beginning is getting people who either wanted to host or or, or vet the speakers. It's the quality of the speakers, the speakers that's most
0: important. Well, it sounds like you have a whole new arena of speakers that you can invite on. Yes, yep. And they've already been vetted because they're already wonderful clients of Moda. Yep, yep, for sure. So I'm looking forward to meeting them too, terrific. Thank you, Tessa. Everybody, if you want to find Tessa's show, go to tenlowradio.com in all your favorite podcast apps. She is there. She is everywhere. Subscribe to her episodes, Cheryl's episodes, all the episodes, and everything else. Come over to funnelradio.com, and you'll see all the shows that we produce and get to know some fabulous resources and experts and be entertained along the way. This has been Susan Finch. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tessa. Thanks. You've been listening to Behind the Mic on the Funnel Radio Channel. Never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe at FunnelRadioChannel.com or in your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Blueberry, TuneIn, and more.